the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is not a Monday. It is a Wednesday. But we are going to talk to our friend Josh Pick from Aptus Wealth Management today because, true confession, I forgot to reach out to Josh on Monday. That is my mistake, but it's nice to catch up with Josh today. He is with Aptus Wealth Management, A-P-T-U-S. AptusWealth.com is the website. He hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Josh, thanks for forgiving my forgetfulness on Monday, and I'm looking forward to talking to you today about some other things that are going on in the world of money and retirement. No worries. Let's, let's fire away. Okay, so the big budget question, how much is going to get approved? I tend to think, uh, you know, it's going to happen. I heard some people on Capitol Hill the other day saying, well, let's not really worry about the number. Let's just put in there what we want and not worry about the number. It is a little amusing, I guess, in a frustrating way. I might as well laugh rather than cry that you certainly can run government finances, no matter which party's in power, a whole lot different than we can run our finances at home, can't they? It is quite remarkable, even when you think of the sheer volume and numbers that they're talking about. It's hard to wrap your arms around what a trillion dollars is, let alone, you know, four trillion dollars won't cost us anything. No big deal. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Mm. We're good. Uh, I remember hearing this uh, quite some time ago. Remember, we have to we have to implement it to see what it actually says. Yeah. I think that was Obamacare. Pass it to see what's uh, in I it. I feel like we're getting the same. Yeah, and I feel like we're getting the same the same story today uh, with the infrastructure bill. I also heard uh, the president the other day say that uh, we got to tax. They used to say tax millionaires. Now they say, because a lot of the people saying it are millionaires, uh, tax billionaires and trillionaires. And I wondered, is there a single trillionaire in the world? Not that I'm aware of. I think the uh, the wealthiest person in the world right now, there's some debate over who that might be, but it's it's definitely in the hundreds of billions and not in the trillions. Yeah. Well, uh, Josh Pick hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show 4 p.m. Saturdays here on 989 The Answer. And you can reach out to him, get a free $25 gift card for your free consultation, get smarter about your retirement. That is what Aptus Wealth does. They plan purposefully, smartly for your retirement. Because personal finances certainly don't work like government finances do. Uh, You won't be able to tax anybody to have a comfortable retirement. So uh, that is why the Aptus team does a great job. 614-917-1040, aptuswealth.com. How is this going to reverberate down through the ages, Josh? This astronomical amount of spending we've spent a lot for COVID relief. Uh, we hear this kind of colloquialism. They're spending our kids' money. They're spending, now I'm hearing, our grandchildren's money. Uh, when you hear these kinds of numbers tossed out by any administration, as a guy who plans smartly for retirement, our country, let's look at it as a one big family. Uh, 
What do you think about the ramifications of all this spending and printing and creating of money uh, in the moment? I think it's it's very obviously, you know, the future is yet to be seen. But if you look historically, uh, it should absolutely lead to uh, essentially decreased real wages. And what I mean by that is inflation. Uh, there's just no way that we can outrun inflation if we keep spending more than we have. Uh, essentially, printing money is taxation without representation with the hope that productivity in the country will outpace that spending, uh, which uh, historically hasn't happened. And taxing people more to fund governmental programs, I think famously, uh, I think this Churchill said, uh, trying to tax your way into prosperity is like standing on a bucket and trying to lift it up by the handle. <laughs> it simply does not work. Uh, so, you know, I think there's two ways we can look at it. Number one, what is it going to do for the stock market, which there's a lot of, you know, um, pontificating on what direction that'll go. But mm-hmm. ultimately, if we're talking about the average American, uh, I am very concerned about whether or not the standard of living for future gener- generations will be as good as it is for current generations due solely to excess spending beyond what we have available. You said it absolutely 100 percent correct. There is no household in America that can run their uh, household the same way the government's running uh, their if you want to call it budget or household, we're spending far more than we have, and we're just kicking the can down to future generations. So ultimately, long-winded answer to a, an easier question or an easier answer of it will point towards inflation and decreased real, uh, real wages. I actually saw a thing the other day that said, I can't remember who said it, but um, it's preposterous to think and, and unjustified to think that if we make doing business in the United States really expensive, that those countries would unpatriotically move those jobs overseas. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, we it's going to happen. Fact. We've seen it in the past. It'll happen again. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I heard that same comment that, you know, I think the quote was, the American people won't stand for corporations passing increased costs along to consumers. Uh, that's kind of been my impression all along that that's what companies do because, you know, it can sound evil, it can sound nefarious. Companies have to stay in business. Companies don't stay in business, Josh, if their expenses outnumber their receipts. So there really isn't, to me, any way for a company to survive increased costs other than to pass those costs along, whether it's cost of goods or cost of their land lease or cost of whatever. It's a cost, and they have to balance their receipts with their cost. And a lot of times the only place where they can do that is via a price increase. We've already seen it. The cost of homes over the last 10 years, we know what those have gone up by. The cost of gas over the last 8 or 10 years, we know what that's gone up by. The cost of groceries, we know what that's gone up by. And I assure you that the cost of or the, the effective wage for the average, average American has not gone up even near at that rate. And now to fix the problem, what we're going to do is start taxing those corporations more, which will in turn pass those costs down to the consumer. And we're going to tax them perhaps to a level where they'll ship those jobs overseas. Well, we already have an unemployment problem. We already have a pandemic problem. We already have all these problems. Mm-hmm. We're really putting fuel on the fire. So I'm very concerned. I think that uh, over the next, we've already started to see it over the last 18 to 24 months, but over the next 18 to 24 months, five years, there will be a huge transference of wealth uh, and a, dis- a larger disparity gap created in the wealth uh, of the United States than we currently have, which historically speaking, when you look at, you know, dynasties or you look at countries, when you start creating that disparity of wealth between the top and the bottom, it never ends well. So I hope that we can uh, start as a country to see a little bit of reason 
and, and fix the problem, but I, I fear that perhaps that train has left the station. Now, the good news is um, if you are a disciplined individual and you have saved money, uh, this could be a great time to make a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, in a various investments. So if you've done the right things, all is not lost, and you can be one of the, unfortunately, it is what it is, one of the people that do very well, or uh, you might get caught in the jet wash a little bit. And I, I hope that's not people who are listening to us today, but I, I truly believe that. Well, and that is why we have Josh on every week, and that is why Aptus Wealth Management exists and why it uh, strives to help people deal with these kinds of issues in the moment so that when that retirement time comes, uh, you've planned for things like this. Get with Josh and his team. They're in Lewis Center, 614-917-1040, aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Set up your free consultation. Get a $25 gift card for your time. Patronize a local business. Help them stay in business. But really have a plan for how to deal with these challenges. As Josh said, there's a way to win at it. There's a way to be caught off guard by it. You'd much prefer the former to the latter. So let's talk about one of the things people say in challenging times financially, Josh, when you're trying to be predictive about the future is when it comes to the stock market, buy the dip. Uh, what do you think as a financial specialist when you hear a generalization like buy the dip? I think we all like to think that we're smarter than the average bear. Mm-hmm. So we want to you know, figure out a way to time the market so that we can outperform uh, our neighbor or the general uh, person in America, when in reality, while that's a good strategy, buying the dip, uh, if you look statistically, you're, you're usually not right. Uh, you're usually better off being consistent and having a, met- a methodical approach to all of this. So I do think buying the dip is a great idea, but I don't think that waiting until the dip is right is the right idea. In other words, I think you should be consistently saving every month, Every quarter, whatever that time frame is, you should be consistently doing that. If you want to then hold some back to try and time buying the dip, well, then fair play. That's that's not a bad option. But uh, there are a lot of people that have been sitting on the sidelines for a really long time waiting for this dip, and the dip may never come. And if you've been doing that for the last five or six years, you have been uh, left out of quite a bit of gains in the market. And during that same time period, we've seen inflation really shoot through the roof. So what did you do by waiting for the dip? Well, you watched your purchasing power on those dollars erode. And you're probably sitting thinking, going, yeah, but I know it's coming now. I I missed it before. And now we're even at a higher point. So I better wait because it's definitely crashing. It just never works that way. Um, The market is volatile. It will always be volatile. Uh, If you're 65 and retired, you're probably going to see three or four significant drops in the remainder of your lifetime. So just know that they're coming, but have a strategy to deal with those that isn't simply trying to time the market. And that is what they specialize in at Aptus Wealth Management, that strategy. Make sure that you get with Josh and his team, 614-917-1040. You can set up an appointment on the web at Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show here on The Answer at 4 p.m. each Saturday. It is a way to understand the markets, understand retirement, understand your money, understand how these very complex things work. He does a great job of explaining it to us every Monday when I have a functioning calendar on my clock and get with it. So, Josh, I appreciate you joining us today. It's always great to catch up with you, and thanks for making this all very much easier to understand than it is just from reading the headlines. You as well. Thanks, Chris.
Thank you to Josh Pick for joining us, enlightening us on money and the miracle that a $3.5 trillion budget actually costs $3.5 trillion. Uh, Josh and I both see the lunacy in anyone contending that you can spend $3.5 trillion and say it doesn't cost anything. It costs you and I $3.5 trillion. It certainly doesn't cost the Democrats anything. Now, the latest on the Texas school shooting, this is a different set of circumstances than typically prevails in these situations. There's an active manhunt for the shooter. His name is Timothy George Simpkins. He is 18 years old. Uh, He has braces. Uh, They say he may be driving a 2018 Dodge Charger. He's African-American. Supposedly a fight at the school. He shot four people, one adult, and they are looking for him. It's a vast, vast school, but they are certain that he's not there. They've secured the school, and they are actively looking for him. So an 18-year-old suspected school shooter, and uh, certainly the people in the school would know who it is, so I don't think there's any chance that there's mistaken identity there. Uh, We do not have the name of the 15-year-old who stole a car Saturday morning, or was at least driving a stolen car, Sunday morning, rather, uh, which crashed into 58-year-old Paula Kennedy of Groveport. Uh, Juvenile names are not typically disclosed. Uh, Even juveniles who kill innocent people. Hopefully that young man's name will become known as the week goes on. Paula Kennedy was certainly known in Groveport. She was a 17-year secretary at Groveport Madison High School. She's a mom of four daughters. She lost her husband three weeks ago. Now she's gone. The principals at Groveport Madison speak glowingly of her. Vice Principal Jeff Altman says she was, quote, the real MVP of the building. The first face you saw as you arrived daily, the first voice you heard on the other end of a phone call in the morning. She was the work mom for so many. She was the friend you needed at all moments of the day. She was, in short, our local hero. And she's dead because we have a preponderance of juvenile crime in Franklin County. And one of the reasons why we have a preponderance of juvenile crime in Franklin County is because we have a juvenile court system that stinks of Democratic control. Until July 1, when Mike DeWine was able to appoint a Republican judge to the Franklin County Juvenile Court, we had all Democratic judges. Uh, One of whom, Kim Brown, switched her allegiance from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party because she, being a political animal, understands that no Republican can get elected or is unlikely to get elected in this current era in Franklin County, where the entire city council is not only Democrat, but not a single Republican even ran for office. And Kim Brown is not the only nakedly ambitious political animal in the juvenile court system and the court system in Franklin County because several other judges, Julie Lynch and Jim O'Grady among them, have also switched their allegiance because they like being a judge and drawing the paycheck and having the prominence and the prestige a lot more, a lot more than they do standing on principle and, in fact, having to pay 
a political price for that. So Paula Kennedy is dead. I've sent an email to Judge Kim Brown asking her about her objection to Operation Game Over, which she termed propaganda and strongly insinuated was racist when cops announced it to try to get a handle on juveniles who steal cars. And when a juvenile steals a car, call me crazy, I don't think they want to be caught. And when a juvenile, a lot of them under age 16, read unable to drive legally, are in a car with a motivation not to be caught, what do you think might happen? Oh, they might drive over the speed limit. And what might happen if a juvenile in a stolen car and the juvenile doesn't want to be caught and the juvenile's driving over the speed limit, what do you think might happen? I've been telling you for weeks and months, somebody was going to die. Somebody innocent was going to die. And now, sadly, we have a name to fill into that equation. And the name is Paula Kennedy. And a lot of students at Groveport Madison High School in that district, in whose life she's made a dramatic impact, just being a humble, quiet, selfless servant. The smile you see in the morning, the person who picks up your bad day with her friendliness and her listening ear, now her life's over. Because judges like Kim A. Brown, with an E on the end, lack the will to do the job they've been elected to do, which is put criminals, felons, in jail and off the streets. But Kim Brown thinks that's propaganda, and it's ineffective. Well, I'll wager you this, Judge Brown. If this 15-year-old who stole the Mercedes and ran a red light and killed Paula Kennedy had been behind bars on Sunday morning, Paula Kennedy would be sitting at her desk at Groveport Madison right now, and they wouldn't be sending counselors into the school to try to talk kids out of the grief they have over her no longer being in their life. Oh, your Democratic bona fides standing up for the persecuted, the downtrodden, who pistol whip grandmas and law-abiding citizens to steal their cars, your judicial activism may establish you as a force in democratic politics in this city. I have no doubt you'll get reelected. And you'll be able to go home to your husband of 25 years and your two, I'm sure, beautiful kids. And maybe this will bother you for a day or two, or maybe it won't. But it should. Then again, I don't know how seriously you take your oath of office to serve the people, because if you took it seriously, you wouldn't have written the letter you wrote objecting to Operation Game Over, and you wouldn't have insinuated that the people who are clearly in the wrong by stealing cars are somehow disadvantaged. Somehow that society has poisoned their mind and forced them that the best way that they can get ahead is not to go to school, which is provided free for them, not to get a job, which there are 
virtually no businesses now that don't feature a help-wanted sign outside. No, the only avenue they have to get ahead is to take a gun or fashion some other sort of weapon and steal a car from a law-abiding citizen. That's their only way. That's their only way to get ahead, according to you, Judge Kim A. Brown and your other juvenile court judges. If only you would do your job. And try to get in front of a life that is spinning so badly out of control that a kid who's not even old enough to drive thinks it's their right to take the car from someone who's worked hard to buy it and pay for it and probably needs it to transport their family or to go to work. How can you live with yourself? doing this, knowing that there's a funeral for a woman who touched a lot of lives and won't touch any more thanks to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.